It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Monday for game time. This is uh, your first word in sports as we kick off a brand new day and a brand new week. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And we're glad you're with us as we... Uh, Bring you the program this morning from the Alan Samuel Studios. Let's let's go bounce it around the horn and check in. Ward, how are you? Outstanding. Ryan? Doing great this morning. Well, good. We're off and running. You know what this is? Game week. This is game week. This is game week. And so we uh we get you ready for some high school football. We'll talk about all of our coverage that we're gonna have for you. Uh, we'll do that coming up uh, at the top of next hour. Kind of get you. Uh, I mean, you because you're probably going to want to get your pen and paper out and write all this down, or or, or maybe record it all or something. I don't know. You got to make note of everything that we're going to be doing because it is plentiful, plentiful. And uh, and actually, our coverage is going to begin, I think, Wednesday because we'll start bringing you all of our high school coaches shows on both here ESPN and Fox. So that are, there you go. Ward, did you have a good weekend? I did. Thank you. Anything exciting happen? Mm, just caught some football. You did? Mm-hmm. Little Cowboys? Little Cowboys, a little high school. How about our How about our guy, exclusive to the morning show, Kyle Yeomans, on the play-by-play of the Cowboy telecast? He did a nice job. Yes, he did. Would you be nervous? No. Yes, you would. No, you wouldn't either. Cowboy broadcast? No, it's just another game. Did you see the booth they were in? Uh, pretty nice. I thought it was like an auxiliary booth because they were, uh, it was kind of tight in there, it looked like. I mean, they were all, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure with all that equipment and everything. Yeah, they had it covered. So, they have it covered. But no, it was good stuff. It, I, uh, it looked a little bit like Brad's booth at, at uh, AT&T. In the corner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the corner. That's where uh, his is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, as are the auxiliary booths. <laughs> the only good thing about Brad's booth, yeah, it it you know the front of it is is it's spacious enough, and then it has the second level right there, right. But it also has the suite behind it, and I've been assigned to that booth probably three games. And the good thing about being in that booth, yeah, there's a restroom right in that booth. Is it now? Yes. I don't know where you know I, I've I've done a couple of state championship games in there, and I don't know whose booth I was in. Whether it was an auxiliary booth or yeah, were you down well, closer you, to the end zone? I've done game well. well the one when when we were at yeah the same day. Yeah. That's where I do most of the games when I'm there. And in fact, I get that booth almost every time. But I've done three games over in Brad's booth. But yeah, that that booth even is, further is the, down. Yeah, it, it's the normal booth. But if you go to the right, back around, right to the to the end zone mm-hmm. is where Brad's booth is. Same level. And I think that's where they put, like, when they have a Big 12 game, the home team is in that booth. In Brad's? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think that's where John works, uh, like, when, when, when they used to play. It's the, pretty convenient to yeah. have the restroom right there well, yeah. in, in the booth. Because if not, <laughs> you're wandering around going, no, where's where, where am I at again? I mean, 
So you, that year, I did Bremont, and you did Crawford? Crawford? Yeah, yes. Back to back. Yeah. I mean, we just set up the equipment and went to town for about six hours. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, it, it, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit. Hey, we'll talk about the Cowboy game itself, uh, what, we, what our big takeaways are. Do you have your backup quarterback, by the way? Yeah, you and I were talking about that before we came on. I, I don't know. I mean, I, for me, I like the way Will Greer plays, but again, can he stay, can he stay on the field? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's his deal. I mean, that was his first action because he's he can't stay healthy. You got the right. growing situation, right. so. Uh, and you know, the, you know, can the Cowboys trust him to be to be QB two? Well, that's a great question. I mean, you got to be on gotta, the field. Yeah, you got to be available. Yeah, and that that's your best ability is availability. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Hey, that's a good one. Let me write write that down, Ryan. Would you? your best? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ryan was like, "Where's my darn pen?" Uh Ward, come on now. Three of four, those red hot Rangers. No, they're back. You know what? I'm back. I'm. I, I had a momentary pause, <laughs> Help us, please. But now, look, they're charging. Look out, Astros! Come on, they're breathing down the Astros' back right now. Come on, the Yankees better be looking out. I mean, <laughs> the Astros are breathing. I mean. Yankees are kind of kicking it around a little bit, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That's that's something that I really didn't see coming. I mean, you, you most teams have a little bit of a lull at some point during the season, and hopefully it's not after the All-Star break. But for the Yankees, boy, since the All-Star break, they've been, I guess, struggling is the only word I can find for them. What? They haven't been very good. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, kids. Yeah. Three and seven. The, they, they went oh for like eight, I think, for a stretch after the All Star. Well, break they even. just invited, they just invited Tampa Bay and Toronto back into the race. They're both eight back. Now I know eight is, is a big number when you're this late in the year, but we got a, we got a month. It's very attainable. Eight's nothing. I, I I'm excited if I'm only eight back right now. So, the Astros with 78 wins, the Yankees with 74. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Well, yeah. How about that home field advantage? And, and look, we said, everybody was talking about the Yankees, and, and I was too. Believe me, they were, they were red, red hot and blowing everybody away. But you also heard rumblings of people saying, watch out for the Astros. And now you watch got, out for the Astros. And now you got the rivalry thing. You get, you got the Subway Series. It's the Mets and the Yankees. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, the Mets are good. I watched the Mets yesterday. Now, <laughs> finding somebody to throw strikes in both the for both the Mets and the Phillies was kind of tough. But uh, and that was the longest game in the history of baseball, I think. But the Mets ended up winning it. They found a way. Buck Walters bunch. The Fighting Show Walters, they are they're getting after it, and I, look, I'm just the Yankees, man. I, I I had them penciled into the ALCS hosting. I mean, it was 
it's the Yankees were they were unbeatable. And now, wow. So I mean they're three and seven in their last ten, but it's it's it this this little spiral mm-hmm. goes a lot further than ten games. Right. I mean, they've just again, again since the all star break it's been yes. it's been dicey for the Yanks. It has, absolutely. So uh Again, they've just invited Tampa Bay and Toronto back into the thing at uh, at eight games back. Well, heck, Baltimore's ten and a half. So everybody, with the exception of the fighting Red Sox, are uh, are back in this thing. Boston at fourteen back. I don't, you know, two games under five hundred. I don't think they can they can get it done. But uh, the Astros at seventy eight wins. Look. Texas is just 22 back. Stop it. I mean, I mean they're right there. <laughs> wow. They're just 22 back of the Astros. <laughs> Thank goodness it's football uh, season. Ten And now they're 10 and a half back in the wild card Stop race. Stop it. No? No. Not what if they did? Game. What if they did? Uh, what if donkeys flew? Yeah, well, <laughs> you'd have flying donkeys. <laughs> all right, so you're saying I need to stop? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, all right. There, I, mean, I think there's bigger fish to fry for the Texas Rangers than to worry about a wild card. Yeah, they got to find a manager. Is what they got to do? Yeah, <laughs> see where they go from there. All right, seven oh nine. Here's what we got for you. We'll talk about the Cowboys and the Chargers coming up in just a few minutes. Jerry Hill going to talk Baylor with us at the uh, bottom of the hour. Uh, as we mentioned, we'll talk about some of our high school coverage. Jack Allen from Channel Twenty Five is going to join us on the program. Uh, good friend of the show, and we'll talk to Jack coming up a little bit later on. So, And then whatever else uh, that we might get into today. A uh, couple of uh, Big 12 programs have announced starting quarterbacks. So we'll get into that a little bit and uh, and, and just kind of see where we go here on a Monday. It's uh, 10 after 7. We're 7-10. Now, is it, what's Saturday look like, Ward? Because you got a day game Saturday. Yes, I do. Is it is there rain? Is it is it snow? I mean, what do we got going on? Uh, let's look down to Saturday. Thirty percent chance of thunderstorms on Saturday. That's here. Uh, I'd have to look for where our game is up in the Metroplex. It may be a little different, but I don't. I don't imagine. But it's, it's not going to be. It really isn't going to be like a hundred and five. Like it could very well be. I mean, no. All of a sudden, if it's Close to 91 here. It's probably in the yeah. high 80s in the Metroplex. So, you know, that's... It, that, that's, it, a, that's it, a good thing. Right. I mean, you don't exactly need, need a toboggan or anything, but... Uh, it's, it's not 105. That's exactly right. I mean, it's, you know, we don't have a heat advisory in effect as we tee it up. And that's a, that's a 12 noon game, right? 12 noon, straight up noon. 11.30 for the broadcast, and we'll, we'll talk about that coming up. A little bit later on. All right. Uh, we're off and running. 11 minutes after 7. seven eleven. Let's get a check of the weather forecast. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Showers and thunderstorms today. Some storms could be heavy rain involved with that. Highs near 84 degrees. Southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. 
Your chance of precipitation right now, 90%. New rainfall amounts between 1 and 2 inches are possible. Showers and thunderstorms likely to continue tonight. Cloudy, lows down around 74. West wind just about 5 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation overnight tonight, 70%. And new rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half inch possible overnight tonight as well. Currently, Recently on Game Time. Blake Belton High School, head coach Brian Cope. We actually get to go against uh, somebody else for the first time since November of last year. And man, we're really, really excited about the opportunity that, that awaits us uh, tonight, but also this year as well. Trying to, to take care of what you can control. We're just going to uh, find a way this year to try to give our kids the very best experience possible. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7 15, 15 after 7. Monday. Did, did you say that it might rain today? <laughs> yeah, 90% chance. I know. I was looking at one just a minute ago. It had when they hundred- say 90, does it worry you more than when it says like 40%? Because usually when it's 40%, we can get it in 90%. It just goes right around. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was looking at one just a minute ago, and, and they're all a little different. But one this just a minute ago I was looking at said 100% chance of rain today. That's always a bad sign. Yeah. I mean, so they're guaranteeing it. They are guarantee, guaranteeing that we are going to get some precipitation today. So I didn't – I hate just – just saying, I didn't mow the grass. I didn't do anything this weekend in hopes that we get some rain. And you know, I did. You you mowed? Mm-hmm. 
But you like it. Yes, I do. And again, I'll tell you, I like the results of the nice, pretty yard. What about your dad? Is he is he a yard guy, Ryan? The I'm. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he, got he, he, you. Usually, he usually has me do it, yeah. Yeah, he's got you. Now, I would tell you, once upon a time, I used to love to get out and mow the, mow the grass. It was that quiet time, and, you know, and just, and I had a riding lawnmower because our place was a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. the place we have now. Uh, and I, I liked, <laughs> I mean, I'd get out and mow like crazy. Now, I want to get it done, get it over with, and get back in the air conditioning. But I like the way it looks. I mean, I'm just being honest. I do like the way it looks after it's mowed and, you know, weed eaten and edged and all that good stuff. And I know that there are, you know, there there's services out there that you can purchase and they'll come take care. I can't do that. No. I cannot do that. No, I'm not going to have that done. Not as long as I'm healthy enough to do it. I cannot mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. I, I, I am getting I it enjoy done. it too much. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh Real quick, I got to tell you, and I meant to tell you this a minute ago, this this not only is game week, but this is also, in my house, it's birthday week. Uh, today is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, wife. Yes. Happy birthday. Didi's probably rolling over right now. She's <laughs> not worried about no. what you're doing right now. No. And then Thursday, well, it's my daughter's birthday. So, I mean, it's it's a big week. Mixed in with all the start of football and everything. So there's there's a lot of moving parts, to say the least. All right. Uh, C&C Collision Center text line. Let me put my glasses back on. That's what happens, Ryan, when, when, you, when, you, when you're above 21. <clears throat> Mavs, Cowboys, Rangers. Who wins the next ship? Next championship? Boy. And we were coming up with our own. And you said stars. I said FC Dallas. Uh, out of those three, I, I really, I don't know. I mean, I don't think the Cowboys have the roster right now to do it. Oh no, no, I don't no, think no, the no. Rangers have the roster right oh, now no, to do no, it. No, no, no. I don't think the Mavericks have the roster right now to do it. I know they made the finals last year, but they they lost a little bit. And what have they done to replace that? I, I just can't feel comfortable with with saying okay, they were so close that they're. They're going to be right back there again. I don't. I think they caught a little bit of lightning in a bottle last year, but um, I, I just, I don't, how I don't much, know that they how have much does history play into this. Because the Mavericks zero. have one, right? They zero. have one championship. History plays zero into it. I mean, you can talk about the Cowboys with the decorated history they have, but it's been thirty years. Do they have the? Do they have the blueprint to do it? Do, I don't see it. Do the Rangers have the blueprint to I, do it? Not right now. Not with what they have. But they, they, they need a manager. <laughs> I mean, you got to have a boss. I don't know. I mean, that's a great question. It's an outstanding question. And, and sorry, I don't. I can't put my finger on who who might get it. I mean, put them all on a dartboard and throw a dart at it. I, I think you'd have as good a chance of getting it as is is a guess that I would have. I I don't see either one of those franchises making a flurry push toward winning a world championship 
right now with the structure that they have in place. This may make zero sense, but I'm going to say the Cowboys, and here's why. Fewer games to win. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you don't have to win a bunch of if, – if they stumble through the East because the East is like going to the desert – I don't think it will be this year. Well, it's still not as strong as anybody else in the NFC. That's the weakest division in the NFC. Okay, fair. I yeah, I don't know. I I I think that the East is going to be very competitive this year. I, I didn't say it wasn't. I said it's the weakest. I don't know. I don't think it is. Who then? Who's weaker? I, the Central. Well, probably Three? not. No, probably not. I think it. So you, if you win the East, and you're at home, you could be one and done. You could you could lose to San Francisco. <laughs> yes, you could. But of all those teams, you don't have to win a month's worth of games like the Mavericks and the Rangers have to. Well, no, you don't. But still, I mean, are you comfortable with the blueprint? Even even saying the East is that weak, are you? Do you think that this roster is built for a Super Bowl championship? No, I don't. But I'm no. saying of the three teams, of those three teams, by default, kind of for me. I, I wouldn't buy that. Then who are you picking? You got to pick one of those three. Okay, I'm going to say the Mavericks. All right, there you go. What about you, Ryan? I agree completely with the Mavericks. I mean, again, they, they did make the conference finals last year. And, and, and towards point, I think they did catch lightning in a bottle. But they did go make some pickups because where they struggled last year was in the paint, and that's because they had a bottom half center in Dwight Powell. But they picked up two veterans in Christian Wood and JaVale McGee to kind of, you know, a big rim protector to kind of protect that inside the paint around the rim. And I think, I don't know if it'll be enough to push them to another conference finals run, like at least this season, but I think out of, out of those three teams, I think they're the closest. I really I, do. I think they got to get some help for Luca out front. Yes, because they did lose Jalen Brunson. Yeah, they've got to get some help for him out front. The way the roster was constructed a year ago, did you say you know what that is a that's a West Conference champion contending team? Um, the longer they played together, yes. No, I said when the when when the roster no, was nobody, constructed, nobody saw the Mavericks being that team. Nobody and I think it. even when the playoffs got started, I think they, they overachieved. Yes. Well, I think they did. That's what I said. They caught lightning in a bottle a little bit. But still, they're light years ahead of the Rangers. They're light years ahead of the Cowboys. So, I look, the Cowboys, they got a lot of holes to fill. Speaking of which, what was your big takeaway from Saturday night? I, I'm still concerned about the depth for this football team. Um, I, I don't think there's a, a whole lot there. Um, offensive line still needs, still needs some work. Cooper rush is, is not your answer at backup quarterback. It's just not, and I don't know what it, as you mentioned a while ago, Will Greer can't stay on the field. So, I mean, Cooper rush will probably win it by default, but I, I don't, I know he won against Minnesota last year, but that might've been just because Minnesota's so bad, um, if you got to count on him for a couple of games to get get you back to Dak, I I don't think he can get it done. Um, so I I just don't think Cooper Rush is the answer at quarterback, at backup quarterback. You, you, I think you kind of resolved 
that kick return position. Do you think? And I think he probably a four, five, a fourth, or a fifth. I mean, could he find his way into the starting lineup as a slot receiver? I think he'd be a good choice as as a guy that could make some plays. The dude can move. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. That you know, I was I was thinking about it. I said, you know, and he has no fear. Nope. And he's he's uh, he likes himself too. (laughs) Have you you seen some interviews? Yeah, yeah. He's he does not lack confidence. Let me just say that. That's what I want a guy like that. Well, it's I agree. I I have no problems with it. (laughs) But I was watching a couple of interviews and I was like, whoa, Uh, he likes himself. Uh, What was he? The MVP of the USFL? Yes, Yes. he was. So. we talked about that league a little bit, and you know, in their their growth, uh, well, that just kind of shows you that there's players there that, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, slide through this crack and end up over here. There's players a- a- in that league that can help teams, and, and he's just well. Look what they say he had his his shoulder pads off uh, for the second half and helmet hit, and he wasn't going back in the game. Mm-hmm. Well. That's because his roster spot is secure. He's on this football team. Make yeah, there, no mistake about no, it. it there's, he's, he just made the team Saturday. Yeah. In an impressive fashion, he made the team. Mm-hmm. A punt return for a touchdown, a kick return for a touchdown. Now, let me ask you this. From the I – started, I started laughing when I was watching. I said, the only problem with that, yeah, he did his deal – that's two series that players trying to make this roster just didn't get. I don't care. That's you. You, you still find out something that you didn't expect, and it, it's worth the trade off. No, I agree. I agree. But for, I'm I'm saying from those players' perspective, uh, yeah, it was fun watching him do it. But man, when you when you need the snaps, and there's two two offensive series that just disappeared, that's tough. Go out and make a play on your next opportunity. Yeah, go to practice and make a play, I guess. Yeah. You know, one more preseason game, and that'll be this Friday night. I'm a little I'm a little surprised they're playing on Friday night in Texas. But they are. So they're not worried about it. No, they're not. But I mean, you know, look, they make money off of high school football. Don't kid yourself. Well, they do, but I mean, look, it's that stadium will still be Jam-packed. It's not like the Rangers playing on Friday night. Wouldn't that stadium be jam-packed if you played on Saturday night? Well, yeah, it would. That was my only point. Well, they they didn't they didn't put the schedule together. The NFL did. This is for TV. I know. The, is it really for TV? Yeah. What TV other than the local TV I, I that think, you've had? I think they're on the NFL Network. This Are week. they? Yeah. Okay. Well, that may be the that may be the deal then. But that's a tough one. When you're going up against high school football and all that kind of stuff. Not that you won't have viewers in the stadium. Won't They won't be people there. I get all that. It's just kind of colliding with, with mm-hmm. that. And they do make money there because a lot of times there's pre, there's uh, non-district games in the stadium. And there's certainly, we know at the end of the year, there's a couple of important games mm-hmm. <laughs> in the stadium. Uh, so we'll see. Anyway, I, it's just, I don't like it. But And as a program guy here at the radio station, I really don't like it. We've got our plate full on Friday night with two high school games, a college, uh, a uh, NFL game, and a Ranger baseball game. 
and you, boy, I tell you what, that that's that's a, that's a plate full. And then the next day we have the Temple game. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there thinking, what if we, <laughs> what if we had all five at the same time? And I'm telling you, we're we, gonna we'd it, have a problem. Yeah, we would. <laughs> anyway, seven twenty eight. A Jr. says, I see the Mavs as long as Luca is there. They have the coach. Just need one more superstar. And that's what I meant. Somebody to compliment Luca out in the front court, help him out a little bit. He's he has to carry the offensive load. There's no question. Well, and, and I think he would carry it no matter who's there. But he does need some help. He's still he's still the he's still the orchestra leader of that offense. No matter who they get to help, but he needs he needs a little bit of help. Take a little bit of pressure off of him, but still let him be himself. Can you compare him and Dirk? No. I, well, I. I say no immediately. I, I I think they're both superstars. He's gonna be he's gonna be a superstar in this league. Um and Dirk certainly was. Um the roster with Dirk. Sometimes the roster was not good enough to help Dirk that's, out. Yeah, that's what I mean. There was some there was some flows to, to that roster. Mm-hmm. Uh and there were times where he was, you know, out on that island by himself. I mean you you know. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Uh, similar situations, maybe. Yeah, and, and and you know, hopefully Mark Cuban can fix that this time around. But who knows? He's too busy. I mean, there's no doubt that Dirk sold all the tickets for a long time in Dallas. I mean, that's that's why people went to the games. You know, early on in his career, he had some help, uh, and then he lost it, and then he got it back for that championship run and. In 2011, and then, you know, they let Chandler go. And to me, with that shortened season after their championship, if they had kept Chandler, they probably would have went back to back. But they didn't. They lost their center, and that that hurt that team immensely. I still say the funnest time watching the Mavericks was when they had Harper and. Uh, uh, Drawn a blank. Uh, that that first core group. Uh, who who? Ron Harper was the guard. Uh, help me. The who was the? I can see. I'm visualizing his face right now. Uh, I I I don't remember. I know who you're talking about, and I remember that roster in my mind, but I I can't think of all their Golly, names right who, now. Who, man, he and he was he was he was an all star for years. Uh, who I mean, and he could shoot it from the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I can't think of his name. But that group, and, and they got close. I mean, they pushed the Lakers. You know, they did a couple of times, and I cannot think. Isn't that isn't that a shame? And, and then where did they when, when he moved on? I th- I think he ended up in a Lakers uniform. I'm trying to remember. I cannot remember. Somebody help me. CNC Collision Center text line. Who am I thinking about? Uh, did he play at DePaul? 254-662-1660. Who am I trying to think of right the now? teams in the 80s is the, one, is the one you're talking about, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rolando Blackman was on that team as well, but uh, someone just texted me, Ro Blackman, but uh, Mark Aguirre. Yeah. That's all oh, for the love of Pete. It was Mark Aguirre. Uh, I love that team. That Brad team was Davis fun. Was Brad, on that team. absolutely. He's still on the broadcast, isn't he? Mm-hmm. On the radio broadcast. 
Yeah, they that that was a good group right there. Was Tarpley in that group too? Roy Tarpley? Uh I think he was a little bit after that was core he? group. But man, they went from I mean, they got that thing going. And that was almost at the inception of the of the team. Uh you know, they were you know, obviously horrendous when they got to Dallas, but man, once they got it going, they got it going. But I could not th- why couldn't I think of Mark McGuire's name? What a shame. All right, we're running late. 7.32, let's get a Cowboy update. Christy Scales with the Cowboys, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Check them out at richardcarr.com. Everyone with the Cowboys training camp report. I'm Christy Scales, the star of Saturday night's preseason win at the Chargers. Dynamic return specialist Cavante Turpin joins us next. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, join us in celebrating the kickoff of football season with not one, but two exciting new events happening at the Star in Frisco on Thursday, August 25th. Stephen A. Smith and First Take are live from the Star starting at 9 a.m. Be there to show up and show out. Then stay afterwards for the inaugural season kickoff event presented by Blockchain.com as Cowboys players and legends arrive on the blue carpet at 4 p.m. Cowboys Nation, you don't want to miss this. Visit thestarinfrisco.com. The Cowboys beat the Chargers 32-18 to Saturday night in Los Angeles. It was 26-year-old rookie free agent Cavante Turpin, who in the past year has played in the European League in Poland as well as the USFL, became the first Cowboy to score touchdowns on a kickoff return and punt return in the same game. The diminutive but speedy receiver and return specialist was all smiles after the game. After all, he was toting home souvenirs for his biggest fan, the two footballs he kept after his scores. I told my mom the first touchdown I scored, I was going to give her the ball, so I guess she got two balls now. After 28 days away from home, the Cowboys are back at the Star in Frisco. Players have today off, then tomorrow and Wednesday night's practices are open to the public. With the Cowboys, I'm Christy Scales. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A 7-0 shutout of the Twins yesterday has given the Rangers back-to-back wins in that four-game road series. They finished the season series at Minnesota tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Braves 5-4 to salvage a game out of that three-game weekend series. Houston has today off and will host Minnesota for the next three nights. 
The Little League World Series continues, and the team from Texas plays its second game tonight. Bearland plays Hawaii at 6 o'clock, and you can see the game on ESPN2. Patrick Cantley shot 14 under to win the BMW Championship. That moves him into second place in the FedEx Cup standings behind Scotty Scheffler with only the Tour Championship left to play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. Man's got his own intro. How about that? You know you've made it when you have your own intro, by the way. 736, welcome back into the program. Let's welcome in to the program, Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I I appreciate the intro. I I do believe I have made it now. Yeah, that's it. I mean, when you have your own intro to to anything, right. anything in this whole wide world, you uh you, you've made it. You have absolutely made it. Where do where do and where do I go from here? <laughs> uh, oh, you got yeah. it's it, now. It's about maintaining. It's it's okay. That's what All you right. have to do. By the way, John Morris is the John Morris show at three o'clock. Uh, we'll have. Some uh, audio from Dave Aranda talking about wrapping up fall camp and all that good stuff. Ah, uh, let's let's start there. You, your your overall impressions of fall camp, yeah. and you were as close to it as anybody. Yeah, I, I think they kind of got done what they needed to get done. I mean, you know, obviously they've gone two weeks now, or full two weeks, uh, you know, into a third. So, um, you know, you probably never think you're as far along as you as you would like to be. Um, but, you know, I think they've stayed relatively healthy, um, and, you know, have started to, you know, kind of pinpoint, um, you know, some guys that they think are going to fill those spots that we, we've talked about before, like at running back and receiver, uh, in secondary. So I, I think they're a lot closer, obviously right now than they were, you know, a couple of weeks ago. When you look at this team starting back to school today and, and kind of getting that rit- rhythm of, of the normalcy of being a, a college athlete, how much does that help this team kind of get their legs back underneath them, kind of catch their breath, and, and move forward toward game week? Yeah, I think at this point, Ward, and you've been there, but, I mean, I think guys actually are excited about going to school. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's it's hard to imagine that, but I think these guys probably are, I mean, Coach Aranda kind of joked about it the other day that, you know, they're probably, probably tired of seeing his face and the other coaches' faces because, man, they are up there at the at the building and, in, and on the practice fields and the weight room and all that all day long. So, actually, school is a little bit of a break, um, you know. So, I, I think it's good for them. It's probably good for the coaches, too. Um, but now you do kind of get in a little bit of game week routine. I mean, this isn't obviously game week yet. You're still a week away, but I think that's kind of what this week is about. You know, you're back to school. You're kind of in that game week mode. Um, you know, he called it the school mode, but I, I think it's a little bit of that game week mode, too, and you kind of wrap it up um, next Saturday. They'll do the meet the Bears, but that morning they'll do probably kind of more of a walkthrough, not a, not a full scrimmage or anything, but just, you know, almost kind of a rehearsal deal where they'll – you know, work on getting different teams in and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a great time. And, they, and again, I think it was needed because I, I think it's like 12 or 13 days, something like that, that they've gone. And, and, and yeah, they need a little bit of a break. In, in your opinion, where are the, the question marks still? Well, I think it's still the same ones we've talked about. I just think they're closer 
to identifying who who those guys are. You know, I think Tay McWilliams um, coming back healthy, he was out for a couple of days. So I think getting him back was a big deal. And and I tell you, a guy that really popped for me um, Saturday morning was uh, a, guy, a freshman, Richard Reese. He looks like he could really help him. You know, he's he's a little bit like squirrel, probably a little too. You know, I mean, he's a he's a smaller guy. But I think he's maybe, you know, a little stockier um, than Squirrel. So, you know, might, might be a little sturdier. Um, and hopefully you get, you know, you're supposed to get Squirrel back this week. So, but so I think those guys are probably in the mix, you know, to, to be running back or at least, you know, maybe a, co- a committee approach. And then at receiver, um, you know, Coach Aranda mentioned this, several guys the other day, but uh, Hal Presley was one, um, Monterey Baldwin. Um, Armani Winfield, uh, Javen Gibson. Um, so they've got some guys kind of, you know, they think might be coming to the top. So I think that's a good thing. And then you're kind of starting to get things settled in the secondary. So again, I think they're just a lot closer than they were a couple of weeks ago. Could you see, particularly in these first couple of ball games, uh, first two or three, maybe even uh, a, a rotation of receivers, a rotation of running backs, and, and let's see who, you know, again, you don't get scrimmages, you know, other than inner squad. Could you see that happening and, and just trying to see who, you know, maybe who shines a little brighter under the light, so to speak? Yeah, and I think that's one of the things you got to look at, too, is some guys just aren't practice guys. I remember uh, uh, Coach Taft talking about it, that J.J. Joe was actually never a, a really good practice player. He was just you know, a gamer. And, and you may have, you may find some of those in these first two or three games. Like you said, I think they're, you know, kind of trying to find their way, but you know, if you see a guy that really pops in a game that, you know, maybe hasn't shown a lot in practice, you know, he's, he's going to get some more playing time. So yeah, I think that's what you probably do in these first couple of games in particular is you got to find those gamers and you got to, you know, kind of identify, you know, okay, these are maybe our top couple of backs. We're going to maybe rotate two or three. Um, and like you said, at receiver, um, I think they can go three or four deep. You just got to figure out which ones are your first guys. And then I think you're going to give a lot of guys um, some opportunities out there. When you look at the depth of this team, and especially maybe on the offensive side, do you feel good about the depth and even the depth at quarterback? Is it is it yeah. comfortable right now? Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, I think on offense that you look at, you know, kind of across the board, obviously don't have the experience at receiver and running back that you'd like to have, but, you know, there's guys there, there's talent there. So I I think it's just got to kind of come to the front and it has started to. And yeah, quarterback, uh, you know, you went into it, uh, you know, with Blake shaping um, with two starts under his belt and that's, that's your experience guy other than Luke Anthony, the transfer from Louisiana tech. But I think what you've seen from Kyron drones in camp, um, the guy can wing it. I mean, he's got an arm. So I think you, I think you do feel better, um, more comfortable at that position. And then, uh, you know, again, Luke Anthony is a guy that has 32 career starts. So he's a guy, I think he helps the room, but you know, he could also be a good guy, you know, in case they need somebody to fill in or something happens, Remember, you lost at different times during that year two guys. So um, I think you do need a third guy. And, and I think, you know, Luke gives you a good op- option there. And, and again, across the board, and I think offensive line, 
you have really good depth there, some younger guys that have to kind of come. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think you feel really good about that group. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to look into your, your crystal ball here a little bit, but do they work drones into a series or two early to just to get his feet wet? I, I, you, you mentioned that Blake's right. only started twice, but uh, do they right. – I mean, I, I think you almost have to, don't you? Yeah, I think ideally you'd like to in this first game, you know, playing an FCS opponent, uh, you know, that's traveling from the Northeast, uh, you know, and and wasn't a really good FCS team the last few years. So I I think ideally you get him, um, you know, several series, hopefully. Um, So, yeah, I think ideally you'd get out to a good lead and and you'd get Kyron some snaps and you get, again, a lot of those younger guys that we've talked about some reps and and get them some game action that they don't have right now. Special teams, how do you feel about the special teams going into this first game? I I know there's probably some question marks uh, in certain positions, but the the kicking and punting seems to be pretty solidified, but everything else is kind of a question mark, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think you, I think you could wind up with some real threats though on the returns because uh, you know Monterey Baldwin. Um, I've, I've seen him back on punt returns, but he was also doing some kick returns the other day. And he's a guy that if he if he just gets a little bit of a seam, he's going to hit it and go. So I think he could be you know kind of that home run threat that you know Ebner gave you uh, last year or last couple of years. So. I think that would be a big hit if if he's the guy. He is a smaller guy, so you worry about him getting hit on explosive plays like that. But I think he could be a real threat. I think they feel good uh, about the deep snapper position. They've actually used a couple of guys, but I think they feel good there. Um, and you know, like you said, all the you know kickers and punters and stuff are back. Um, I, you know, Isaac H- Hankins has been out uh, a little bit of the fall camp. Uh, but I saw him kicking on the side uh, Saturday, so I think he is probably going to be ready to go by you know in a couple of weeks. So um, yeah, I think uh, I think they feel pretty good about the special teams. Take you a little different direction. Uh, you, you've covered this league for a long time. Uh, in the Big Ten came out last week with their new TV package and their multi you know media package, and it was incredible. And it yeah. covered three major networks. In, yeah. how, how does that package affect the others, and in particular the Big 12, as they move forward starting to put their pieces together? Yeah, I mean, that was uh, huge. When you when you start talking the B word, that's, uh, that's a pretty big number. So I, I, I do think it affects everybody else. Um, I think there's still – a lot of that pie left, honestly, because you you weren't talking about all of the networks. Um, you were talking about some big ones, but I don't even know if those networks are done. So I, I think they're, like I said, I think there's a lot of the pie left. The SEC obviously will grab a big piece of that as well. But I think the, the way the Big 12 is positioned right now, you know, adding those four teams next summer, I, I know you lose Texas and Oklahoma and those are big name brands, but I think they're in as good a position as as they could hope right now. And, and, you know, I know they're still looking. And, and, you know, if you add some of the teams from the West, uh, I think it only strengthens you. So I I like the position the Big 12 is in right now. You'd like to maybe add a couple of teams, uh, you know, just to get you up to that 
16 uh, range if you can. Um, you know, if you add four with the two leaving, then you get back up or get up to 16. So I think that would help. And that, you know, also gives you some better numbers for those networks to see. Final thought for you, Jerry. Uh, soccer uh, started this weekend with a couple of Big Ten teams coming in, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yesterday, it was scoreless at the half, and then uh, uh, Wisconsin with a couple of goals to win it. Uh, just your your first weekend impressions of soccer. Yeah, there were just so many. Um, you know, she's got a huge roster, Coach Leonard, the first-year soccer Was it 36? Uh, 34. 34, and- okay. And I know, I know. Yesterday in the game against Wisconsin, they used twenty-one. They used a different goalkeeper than than they had used Thursday. So there, she's she's looking at a lot of things right now. And you also have two of the, you know, well, your two leading scorers from last year are both out with injuries right now. If you get those back, and I think she said there's a couple of other freshmen, um, you know, forward types that that are out right now that are supposed to be back pretty soon. So. You get some of those back, and I think you feel better. But like I said, I think there were maybe some nerves um, and just some mistakes that uh, that were made, uh, particularly Sunday, that you know you, you see young teams make. Uh, and that one just kind of, you know, they were obviously they gave up the goal, and then it compounded when you know the goalkeeper actually was called for a foul in the box, and they got a penalty kick. And you're you're rarely going to stop those. So that's, that's how it got to two to nothing pretty quick. Um, but, you know, I think to their credit, they were fighting to the end. There was a sequence there with about three minutes to go when they rifled off, like, you know, back to back to back shots at their goalkeeper and their goalkeeper wound up with 10 saves. So again, you were getting chances. You just didn't finish. So hopefully, uh, you know, starting this next week when they're playing Florida in 10th rank, uh, North Carolina, Hopefully you can get it going. Uh, but, yeah, it was not a ideal weekend, but I think it'll be a good learning experience for a lot of those young ones. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Appreciate Talk to you soon. Intro. You bet. <laughs> good one. Uh, it's uh, 749. We're 11 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're brought to you in part by Circle Drug Pharmacy, 3211 Robinson Drive. Uh, and you can check them out. Uh, it, it, look, the other day I had to um, or I had to get a new medicine and, and, and Went to, went to Circle Drug, and, and the pharmacist came over to the side, and, and he walked me through the new prescription, kind of gave me the, the do's and the don'ts and all that stuff. It made me feel a lot better about taking a new a new prescription. And that's what they'll do for you at Circle Drug. They're, go, they're going to they're gonna go the extra mile to make sure that you're 1,000% comfortable with all, of your, uh, with all of your prescriptions and your medications. And, of course, if you need... Uh, if you need anything from the over-the-counter uh, department, they've got a great selection of over-the-counter medications as well. I like, you know, I'll walk in there and say, hey, look, I, I, I need something for fill-in-the-blank, and they'll certainly recommend something for you. I mean, that's the kind of service that they provide at Circle Drug. They're locally owned. It's an independent pharmacy. Doc Everett and his staff have been doing this a long time. They know 99% of Waco uh, in they want to make sure that when you go to Circle Drug, that when you leave Circle Drug, you leave there satisfied, happy, and, and with the information that you need 
to uh, to take your, your your medications. And again, that's that's the first thing I do is if I take something new, I just grab the pharmacist, and he uh, he or she will walk me through and take care of me on all of those type of things. They do vaccines. Uh, they've got uh, diabetic testing supplies. It's a full service, locally owned pharmacy and you're going to love doing business with circle drug they're open monday and here again this is for you they're open monday through friday nine to six not nine to five nine to six they're open on saturdays nine to two not nine to noon nine to two they know that you live a busy lifestyle they're going to make sure that they're there for you it's circle drug 3211 robinson drive tell doc ever and the crew that we sent you by what a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play. Fourth down and goal from the one. And up. Run and left. Trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He stopped short. He is stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. That was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A 7-0 shutout of the Twins yesterday has given the Rangers back-to-back wins in that four-game road series. They finished the season series at Minnesota tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Braves 5-4 to salvage a game out of that three-game weekend series. Houston has today off and will host Minnesota for the next three nights. The Little League World Series continues, and the team from Texas plays its second game tonight. Fairland plays Hawaii at 6 o'clock, and you can see the game on ESPN2. Patrick Cantley shot 14 under to win the BMW Championship. That moves him into second place in the FedEx Cup standings behind Scotty Scheffler with only the Tour Championship left to play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace.
755, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You know what's coming up in a couple of minutes? Our very first installment of JMO. Baylor Sports Beat. It's coming mm. up. This I mean, that'll tell you how close we are to kickoff. I mean, we've got it for you coming up in a couple of minutes. But first, I could not let this get by without talking about it. Okay. The Rangers. Oh. <laughs> I know we're running late, but I, I mean, I, I just got to. Ward, you got to believe that they're back in this thing. No, they're not. Stop it. They're 22 back of the Astros. <sighs> you act like that's a big number. That kind of is. <laughs> Listen to this. This is just one of many. Lifts the leg, around comes the arm, and there's a long drive to right. That one is crushed, and that one is history. What a bomb by Nathaniel Lowe. Just missed putting it into the trapezoid section, the upper deck in right. Hit it to the right of that. And he circles the bases with his 18th home run of the year. The Rangers lead it 5 to nothing. And they went on to, what, a 35 to nothing win or something? <laughs> no? What was the final? 7 nothing. 7 nothing. There you go. Speaking of big numbers, you got, your, you got the information handy? Uh, we do. So Check on. this out. Kohei Arahara made his second start of the year. Six scoreless innings, only gave up four hits. And then Taylor Hearn came in and pitched three innings of scoreless baseball as well. Yeah, I'm talking about the history stuff. You know, they, who'd they beat somebody? Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I see what you're saying. Okay, so thirty or 15 years ago today, the Rangers scored 30 runs against Baltimore. Baltimore. And then... That was a doubleheader, too. Was, was it really? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. And then... How about this one? And this day in 1989, Nolan, Nolan yep. Ryan, strikeout number 5,000 against Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. Ricky B. Ricky. Yes. Yeah. Ricky made the U-turn and went back to the dugout like mm-hmm. 4,990 other guys have. <laughs> How about that? Big Wait, day was for there Nolan. anybody better? Than Nolan? Yeah. No. I mean, particularly to where that Ranger Uni. Have you seen the documentary Facing Nolan yet? No, I have not. Oh, you got to see that. What's it on? It's uh, it's on DVD and Blu-ray right now. It's, oh, yeah? It's on Prime. Is it on Prime? Yeah. I'll go catch that now. Mm-hmm. I like stuff like that. Yeah, I great. just finished watching the uh, the documentary on The Captain. Have you seen that mm-hmm. one? Yeah, it's good, too. It, well done. Mm-hmm. I could have done without the language. I mean, you'd like for kids to be able to watch this, but you, so you got, I mean, got, got to get that language out of there. Mm-hmm. I think they did on television when they ran it on regular ESPN, but I watched it on Plus, on Demand. And no, there was no didn't. there was no editing. Trust no, me, there was no editing on ESPN either. Really? Where I watched it. Really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. There was. I promise you, on Plus, there was no editing. I mean, they. Uh, you know, Spike just let it run. <laughs> he just let it run. I I, I I found it fascinating. I did not realize that Jeter and A Rod had a falling out. I didn't, you know, I didn't pay enough attention to. I think A Rod had a falling out with a lot of people. Well, Jeter pushed him on down the road, mm-hmm. you know, watching that documentary because uh, he didn't like some of the things that A Rod said to the media, which you know that can happen. Anyway, if you want to catch it, it's called the Captain. That's what it was it a five or six part series, uh, seven. seven, seven parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go check that out. Uh, so there you go. But yeah, so there's one on Nolan, huh? Facing Nolan. Yeah, it's great. Oh, Absolutely I got to go great. see that. What a what a what a great thing no, that would be. It's outstanding. Yeah. 
All right, uh, seven fifty-eight. Uh, let's uh, let's bring in John Morse. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, beginning a new school year with our daily Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up today, we've got soccer with the regular season underway. Volleyball beginning this week and football on the horizon. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. This is Walter Abercrombie, Executive Director of the Baylor Bee Association, with a special invitation to join us November the 18th for our 2022 Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet. This year's class includes Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback Robert Griffin III and Doug Field from Baylor football, Jeremy Alcorn from men's golf, Taylor Barnes-Fallon from volleyball, men's basketball standout Tweety Carter, baseball's Josh Ludy, and Gary Kafer and Quentin Eichelhart-Summers from track and field. Also recognized will be former Letterman and decorated Air Force pilots Colonel Tyree Newton and the late Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey as the latest additions to the Bee Association's Wall of Honor. The induction banquet will be held November the 18th at the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus. For tickets or table sponsorships, contact Tammy Hardin at 254-710-3045 or email her at Tammy underscore Hardin at Baylor.edu. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back and welcome in to a new school year of our daily Baylor Sports Beat. Baylor soccer under new head coach Michelle Leonard, the first sport on campus to begin the new season. They opened on Friday after a long weather delay. They finished with a 1-1 draw against Minnesota. Then turned around and played again on Sunday. The match moved up two hours to get ahead of the weather. They dropped a 2-0 decision to Wisconsin. Soccer now a couple of matches this week in Austin against Florida on Thursday against North Carolina on Sunday. Baylor Volleyball picked second in the Big 12 preseason poll and number 16 in the nation finished their exhibition schedule on Saturday in the Farrell Center with a thrilling 3-2 win over Texas A&M. Volleyball now opens the regular season this week in Fort Worth, part of the Big 12 Big Ten Challenge. Baylor plays fifth-ranked Minnesota on Friday, third-ranked Wisconsin on Saturday. 
And we're 12 days away from kickoff for Baylor football. The Bears opening Saturday, September 3rd at McLean Stadium, hosting the University of Albany Danes. The Baylor Albany season opener, a 6 p.m. kickoff at McLean Stadium, September 3rd. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 803, welcome back into the program. And Coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock, it is uh, John Morse right here on this very radio station. And John's going to have uh, Dave Aranda's audio as uh, he talks about wrapping up the uh, Big 12, uh, the Big 12, I beg your pardon, the uh, Baylor football camp for uh, 2022. So that'll be coming up at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, and Ryan, this is, uh, for us, this is this is go week uh, for high school football and again, we have, and I and I forgot the number, Ward. Is it 30? It's somewhere between 32 and 36 high school teams. I think there's 34. That we're going to cover uh, from a coaches show. We will have coaches shows on both this radio station, ESPN Central Texas, and on our sister station, for those down in the uh, Temple area, Temple Belt and Clean area, Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll have several coaches shows uh, on, the, on, on that radio station. Then... Our Friday night coverage. Just I hope you're. Ta- you we're going to have a test on this at the end of the class today, so you you better write this all down. So uh, we also, uh, as far as our play by play coverage is concerned, Ward, you're going to be on Fox Sports Central Texas with the Temple Wildcats again, mm-hmm. and Mary Harden Baylor. Right, I'll have that. So on Saturdays, yeah, yeah, we'll have both of those coaches shows. Tuesday night will be the Larry Harmon show. Uh, at 6 o'clock and at 6.30 on Wednesday nights, the Scott Stewart Show live from Wings Pizza and things. We'll have those shows for you. So a little insight to both of those teams. And then on uh, every Friday night, except for week number one, it'll be Saturday <laughs> afternoon, uh, we'll have the Temple Wildcats for you with our pregame starting 30 minutes before kickoff. And then on Saturday, we'll have the defending national champion, Mary Harden Baylor Crusaders with a 30-minute pregame show and kickoff every Saturday afternoon. Now, who's in the booth with you on Saturday? It's going to be Mr. John Walleen. So John Walleen returns to the booth Mm -hmm. just in a different role. Coach Hafner has decided to step down and and retire again. (laughs) He retired from coaching and stepped into the radio booth and did an outstanding job. I'm going to miss Coach Half. Uh, But John Walleen is going to step in and – and do color for me on Saturday afternoon. So I'm looking forward to being able to work with John. And there's a guy that uh, knows the ins and the outs of the program. He's been around it for a long, oh, yeah. long it, it, time, that, John you know, I've got a walking history book next yes, to me uh, in the booth, and I think that that's going to be very exciting to be able to let him bring some things that, that you know, just no nobody but John Walleen knows in, in that Rolodex of his, uh, his brain about that, uh, Crusaders football team and and he's been along the ride for a long time and so he knows you know if if there's a record that's broke during the game he'll know it immediately it can bring that to the broadcast and, so you're and saying he's like probably that. not going to have to go to the uh the, the the book the the record book or or a, I, I don't expect so he's just he knows so much about it he's not going to be flipping through and maybe are we getting close to a record he'll know yeah. 
you know, if we're getting close to something happening on the field. So I'm excited to have John in the booth. So I'm just sitting here thinking, well, he probably is not going to carry a media guide with him then. He, he, I don't think he needs he, one. He knows I this. think he's written enough of them that he might have them memorized. <laughs> so that'll be good. That's that's what we have for you over on Fox. We got uh, Temple Wildcats and Mary Harden Baylor Crusaders, the defending national champions. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll be, it, it will be a strange I'm just curious how how week one will be that's, without the coach. That's going to be. I'm sorry, man. It's just a different well, animal. And, and you know the the game, the first game there at Crusader Stadium uh, is going to be the celebration of the 2022 national championship team. So I'm sure Coach Fredenberg will certainly be on hand for that. So he'll be there, but he will not be in a role with the headset on on the sidelines. So for me, that's going to be unusual because. For the last few years, I've looked down and, you know, walk around the, the halls of the the stadium and visit with Coach Fredenberg before game time and, and then see him on the sidelines. And it, I, for me, it's going to be unusual. For those guys that are involved in the program, it's going to be – well, I, I can't even imagine how different it's going to be for them. Strange. Uh, you know, and former players not looking down there mm-hmm. and seeing their former coach because he's been the only coach – of that program for 25 years. Now you think he'll be there like in a Hawaiian print shirt because he's <laughs> retired and you know, big straw hat on and you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't see coach Fredenberg in, in that attire I don't either. Quite frankly, I see him in a, I see him in a UMHB polos. What I see him in yeah, and, a, you know? and a ball cap. Absolutely. So it, it's, it's going to be nice to be able to see him and, you know, look, if there's anybody that it deserves, to, to sit back and, and watch from afar, it's Coach Pete Fredenberg. The things that he's done for that program is just astonishing. I mean, to take something from nothing, from absolutely nothing. A dream. Yeah, and and not even have a practice field when they when they hired him. They didn't own a 25-cent mouthpiece when no. he started. No, they didn't have anything. And he's built that program into a national powerhouse. And look, they're going into this season. Ranked number one in the country. So all those national television appearances that they had in playoffs and championship runs, that's, you know, you, you lay that at the feet of Pete Fredenberg, in my opinion. Well, absolutely. A lot of players, a lot of assistant coaches, but the architect is yeah, Pete Fredenberg. He, he drew the plans. Absolutely. He, he made it work. Absolutely. And, you know, went through the lean years, which there wasn't very many of them, astonishingly, but, you know. Got this program no. up and running quickly, and and made it a you know a, a a team that everybody around the country knows. You say University of Mary Harden Baylor, they already know. Oh, watch out for them. And year in and year out, you they're know, in the mix. The, the the frustrating thing early was they didn't have the reputation, and so it, they got sent on the road. Got sent on the road. You know they were constantly having to go out on the road, but they 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 finally knocked that door down, and, and now you, you're going to have to you're going to have to go through Belton uh, to win a championship. You just are. Yeah, if they take care of their business each and every every year, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's going to be that's going to be something that I, I know Coach Harmon's going to be talking about and and working toward is hey look we've got to take care of this non conference schedule then we've got to take care of conference so we can be at home. During the playoffs, and mm-hmm. they've got a big test in week number two. Don't 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 think that they're just going to you know skate through and and get ready for conference play because that's not how the Crusaders do it. 
They're going back to the semifinal matchup from last year's national championship run and take on Whitewater at their house again. On the road. Yes. On the road. So, And, and, and make no mistake about it, this now has to become his team. Oh, there's not, no doubt. Not Pete's team, his team. It, and I, I think that that transition is, I don't want to say it's going to be seamless because nothing's seamless, but I think that for Coach Harmon taking over that program is, look, there's no better guy that they could have chose, and they've had him in line to take over this program. He knows the ins and outs. The players know him. The players know his intro secrecies. You know, they. It, there's not a big shock and awe when he walks up to the podium to talk to the team. I mean, th- this is a guy that's very familiar with every guy on that roster, and every guy on that roster is very familiar with him. I, I'm excited to see the fingerprint that Coach Larry Harmon puts on the Crusaders. So you're saying there's not a, a lot of getting to know you that no. had to go on. No, no, not at all. It's not like a you know somebody yeah. is being introduced to the team right. and goes, "Here's your new head coach. Deal with it." Yeah, uh, Ryan, you're gonna you're. I tell you what, you just kind of knocked the door down right out of the box. I mean, you're moving right into the booth, and uh, you're gonna you've got the University Trojan I'm broadcast. Very excited, very fortunate for the opportunity. Me, myself and Mr. Darren Burrows will be in the booth. Every Friday night for the University Trojans, we'll have our first meeting with Coach Kent Lasher today, and I'm very excited, looking forward to it. That uh, that'll be coming up on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM. You'll find uh, all the University Trojan games. Many thanks to our our friends at Bird Coach and Ford for bringing you Trojan football here on uh, our sister station, 104.9 FM, and we'll have all of those broadcasts. So there you go. Uh, and then, last but certainly not least. We, uh, we've got Waco Lion football right here on ESPN Central Texas. Our second year, Coach Johnny Tusa is going to join me for, uh, for that broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas each and every Friday night, except for the third week of the season. It's a Thursday night. Uh, they'll, they'll open up, actually open up district play against Granbury. They open up the season ward against uh, Southwest High School in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and they're coached by a former Cowboy. How about that, Philip Tanner? Yeah. Pretty neat stuff. That, that's going to be fun to, to be I able to. I think, if I'm not mistaken, and I got to do a little check, and I think Coach Tanner, uh, you know, after his playing days, I think he joined John Kitna and was part of his staff a oh, couple of places. Hatchie, he was, yeah. and then, that's where he got his start. Yeah, and then made his way, uh, you know, and then he was at Burleson yeah. last year, and then circled over to uh, to Southwest. And so uh, I had a chance to talk to him yesterday, and uh, w- what an incredible gentleman! A lot of fun. And I look forward to doing that. And then, of course, on Friday nights, we'll have our high school football scoreboard show right here on ESPN Central Texas. By the way, the Waco broadcast presented by Bird Coach and Ford as well. Uh, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics will bring you the uh, the Friday night high school football scoreboard show. Thanks to Mike Sims and his group. And uh, we'll also have our uh, you know continuing coverage of all the Baylor activities. We'll have the coaches shows. Uh, and we start off with a bang with Dave Aranda right out of the box. Then, of course, uh, all the games uh, right here with John, J.J., and Ricky. Look forward to that. And should, just should be a lot of fun as we uh, we bring you. And then, of course, continuing coverage of the Cowboys. Uh, so, we and, you know, we'll mix in the Rangers making their push for postseason. Ward, I mean, so it's an exciting fall. Stop it. <laughs> it's an exciting fall. You're not buying. Okay. 
No, All right, but that, that's kind of what we got for you. We wanted to kind of run through that for you and just let you know what was going on. And and uh, and thanks to everyone uh, for being a part of our broadcast. Should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, it is a 15 after 8. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll have Stephanie from Sales. There's no telling what – she had all weekend to plot this, so there's no telling what she's got for uh, for a Monday. So uh, we'll, we'll get to all that for you here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, we do want to tell you that we're brought to you in part this morning from the Allen Samuel Studios by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring, the absolute best burger, not only in the city, I'm going to say on the planet. I mean, I just don't see that there's a better one. And, and look, they've got a, a, you've got a top secret seasoning that they put on it. Cook it on that flat grill there at Double R at 1810 Herring. And they cook that burger about 10 seconds after you order it, not a second sooner, not before it's, you know, there's not, you know, there's not 35 hamburgers under a heat lamp and, and running down a, uh, a conveyor belt to get to a sack to throw out a uh, drive through window, like some places. No, it, it's cooked when you order it. And then while it's cooking, you're talking sports, you're talking Baylor, you're talking big 12, you're talking Cowboys. You're talking high school football with David and the group over at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They've also got grilled uh, chicken. They've got chicken fried steak sandwiches, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, and, of course, all the stuff that goes with it, like the fries, the curly fries, tots, onion rings, all that stuff. 1810 Herring. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on Game Time, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. You know, when when I got to Waco '98, uh, you know, it, Dave he was done, he was retired from the trip, but he would still come around. I always said, you know, when he came into the newsroom, it was like Moses coming down from the mountain. You know, I mean, <laughs> and so he carried that much reverence, and yet he was just as approachable as your next door neighbor. Game Time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, all right, all right. 819, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Monday and Good Steph, morning. How are you, Steph? I'm tired, but I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Busy weekend. Yeah, for some, I, you know, for, uh, for others, it was a Boy, leisurely weekend. weekend. Yes, very busy. Yeah? What'd you do? Uh, a lot of football. Yeah. A lot of work around the house. Yeah, me too. Leisurely weekend for leisurely. work. <laughs> right. Uh, what, have you sold anything this morning? I just got here 30 minutes ago. Early bird gets, gets the, the sale. Anyway, I'm what, sure. <laughs> what do we? What do you got for us this morning? Well, it's not actually a sport, but it is a sport activity. So Saturday, September 10th, is the Houston Harvest Moon Ride. Do you know what that is? No, but I'm about to find out. I think. <laughs> yes, you are. So it's a celebration. We need to sign Tom up for this, please. <laughs> you ride your bicycle around Houston naked. Big burn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a celebration of bodily freedom and human powered transportation. It's a reminder that the world is hot and getting hotter and not in a good way. And we need to keep our streets safe. And that's a great way to do it by having a bunch of naked, naked bike riders. People. They suggest that you do wear a helmet and shoes <laughs> and make sure you have bike lights. Um and then when you stop at the pubs, you got to put some clothes on. But when you're riding through, when you the, stop at the what? At the pubs, the it's bars, a pub oh. ride. It's a pub ride. Oh. You stop, but you got to put some clothes and on. And you can do this? Yeah. Only one night. They shut the streets down in Houston, and you can ride your bicycle naked. <sighs> what about a unicycle? You, you do it. Yeah. You do it, Tom. Because you know you said you could ride oh, a unicycle, yeah, I mean, but I'm, do I'm, it naked. Oh, I, I, still, I ride a unicycle through my neighborhood every every. Do you really? Oh, absolutely. Well, we're neighbors, so. Yeah. If tell me when you're doing that so I can film it. <laughs> Please do. But don't do it naked. Don't do it naked. I'd do it backwards. The <laughs> unicycle. Any if you could ride a unicycle forwards, you can ride a unicycle backwards. It's just the feet, right? You just Pedals? pedal. You right. just pedal backwards. Yeah, but you have to have balance on a unicycle. Absolutely you do. You can balance? And bounce it up and down? You were so oh, not right. Oh, now wait a minute. <laughs> now you're getting a little, little out there. Hey, I would tell you when I was when when I was a kid, which was not that long ago, Ryan. Uh, no. <laughs> you're older than me. That was kind of the the hip thing. I I never could do it. I really, but all my friends could. All my really? buddies. Oh yeah, they rode unicycles everywhere. See, I'm when like, I was a kid, it was big wheels. Ryan kid, doesn't even know what a when big you're wheel. Three is. years old, there's a big wheel. But when you're twelve and thirteen, you weren't riding a big wheel. Yes, I was. Maybe that explains a lot of things now. <laughs> but yeah, so if anyone's interested, shoot on down to Houston. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they are. Everybody's lining up to, to get yeah, on. Ride a bike naked. <laughs> yeah. they, they had one in, in Austin last October that was very successful. That's Not why they're surprised. having it. That's Not why they're surprised. having it in Houston now. <laughs> I wonder okay. if maybe we should have one in Waco. <laughs> uh, maybe then we shouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be involved. 
Yeah. But you're suggesting this stuff that you don't want to participate in. I'm not getting on a bike naked. But you brought it up. I'm just saying it's a sport activity if anyone wants to be involved. Saturday, September 10th. I'm not sure it's even an Putting activity. The word out. Houston Harvest Moon Ride. <laughs> get why it do they moon? call it a harvest moon? Get it moon because it's at nighttime. That's why you have I, to have bike moon. I get the moon part, but a harvest? I don't understand yeah. that. Do you, go ahead. Or do they, or, are they gonna go, are they why gonna is go, it called harvest? Are they going to plow up the corn before they... <laughs> well, it, it may be because September 17th is the first harvest moon. There I you go. Oh. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> That's great, right? Uh, great. Yeah. Happy Monday, y'all. Thanks. See you. Have a good day. Appreciate okay. you. Hey, bye. <laughs> go sell I, I think we need to have a live report from the Harvest Moon ride. Yeah, go, Tom. Yeah, Tom ain't. This, no, it's not <laughs> happening. Ryan, you're the young one of the group. You go down there. <laughs> that doesn't mean I want to see that. Close your eyes. How can I report uh, if I don't see it? Well, just. Report for a minute. You're Fair the enough. one that keeps talking about it. <laughs> you go report it. Yeah, you go report. <laughs> nah, it's all right. I'm good. Stephanie from Sales, everybody. <laughs> Brought to you by Advance House Leveling and Foundation, My Fuels, Esco Equipment, and Mission Golf. Glad to have uh, Mission Golf with us. All right, it's uh, 824, 24 after 8. All right, let's... Uh, Let's dive into this, uh, Ward. I, I know this comes and, and to me, and I read a couple of reports, and it said that it was a very close competition at quarterback, but yours is named the starting quarterback at Texas. Didn't we say that that was almost an automatic? You would think it would be. Do you think? Do you think he he, he really did have competition? Oh, I think so. That close of a competition? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, when the kid decides to go to Austin, don't wasn't there a deal done? Don't you think it was? Yeah, but I mean, if, if you're Coach Stark, you gotta you gotta say, look, there. If you don't have a quarterback competition, then you're not going to get better at that position. And so I, you know, whether there was a true um, fight for the job, I guess is the best way I could put it or not. I don't know. But I mean, there certainly was. He just wasn't. He didn't step on campus and get handed the keys to the car. You don't think? I I don't think so. I mean, you're you're not going to find out what you have if you do that. Okay. I mean, I, I just. I, and I know what you're saying, and I know that they got to go into camp, and Hudson Carr was there and all that. But look, Hudson Carr is nothing to sneeze at. No, He's I, a pretty good quarterback. I get it. But it, it, was Austin, Texas the only place that yours could have transferred to? No. He yeah. I don't. I mean, look, we don't know about this guy. We don't know. He's I, not taking a college snap. I agree with you. He will. He will on September 3rd. Yeah, he will. And we're going to find out real quick. But I'm telling it's sink you, sink or swim with with Quinn Ewers. Now, look, if, if he goes out and blows it up, and 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 does real well, then you know, what does the quarterback situation look like? Because they've got one Arch Manning that's supposed to step on campus next next year. Now, Who? <laughs> now, now Manning 
from his camp has already said it wouldn't be a terrible thing if he got redshirted one year. So, you know, he comes into Texas, gets redshirted, years gets another year under his belt, and if he does well the next couple of years, he's off to the NFL anyway, and so it opens the door for Arch Manning. But, you know, if he if something happens and it just goes awry for one young Quinn Ewers, again, who has never taken a college snap and has all the confidence in the world that he's going to save Austin, well, they've got Arch Manning sitting there waiting to come in. Do you make a decision based on I got a chance to sit on the bench? I mean, I'm just asking. What do you mean? If you're well, Quinn yours? Yeah, he's he's well, leaving. He walked in the door thinking that he has a real good chance at starting. No, I mean, look, you don't get the NIL deal before you step on campus unless, you know, there's a good chance. But I mean, look, it, still, there was a quarterback competition from the coach's standpoint. And all the outside noise and all the NIL deals don't matter to you. I need guys to compete for a job so we can get better as a football team. So, yes, there was a competition in the coach's mind. You sure? I guarantee it. All right. Write it down. All right. I'm just asking the question. We don't know in the recruiting process what was what was told to him, what was said to him, what was promised to him, if anything. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not saying anything was, but I'm. I'm not saying anything wasn't. I mean, if something was, then they're doing a disservice to their football team. If you look at a kid and stand in his living room and say, "Hey, you come here, and I guarantee you, you'll start," well, that's 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 a disservice to your football team. The best competition any football team can have, I don't care what level you're playing on, is internal competition. If you don't have that, you're not going to get better Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and that's when your football team gets better, not on Saturdays. So you're saying there was a competition in Dallas right now for, for the quarterback position? There should be. For backup quarterback. For backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. Look, I that's just... not the answer in Dallas. Anybody that thinks he is, is delusional. Dak Prescott is not the answer. No. Well, he is the answer for the he's, next several seasons. Well, he's he's the answer for Jerry Jones, but he's he's not a top-notch quarterback in this league. So there you go. <laughs> One more thought before we move on, and let's talk about Texas Tech and their quarterback situation. Looks like it's settled. Looks like it is. Chuck is going to be the guy, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Were you were you okay with that being an you know you former Red Raider? I I trust Joey McGuire if he's going to make that choice and 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 go that direction. I'm I'm fine with it. He knows his team better than I do. Um, it you know I I don't know. You could stack them all up, the depth chart at quarterback for the Red Raiders and. You know, I I don't think there's a huge margin there between any of them. So that's the guy that he feels like can lead the team. I'm okay with it. As I am with any coach making a decision at their quarterback position. I mean, it's right. I mean, they're the ones. They see him in the, in the meeting room. They see him in the right. weight room. Yeah. They see him. Leadership skills. Leadership skills. They yeah. they understand what All direction they need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, 829, we are going to take a uh, quick break, and when we come back, we're going to visit with Jack Allen, sports director, Channel 25. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. 
what a year for Baylor Athletics. Happy New Year from New Orleans as the Bears are the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl champions. To cap a record-breaking season for Baylor football, Baylor wins 12 games in a season for the first time in school history. They finish as champions of the All-State Sugar Bowl 21-7 over the Ole Miss Rebels tonight. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitchi Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchi Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchi Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchi Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A 7-0 shutout of the Twins yesterday has given the Rangers back-to-back wins in that four-game road series. They finished the season series at Minnesota tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Braves 5-4 to salvage a game out of that three-game weekend series. Houston has today off and will host Minnesota for the next three nights. The Little League World Series continues, and the team from Texas plays its second game tonight. Fairland plays Hawaii at 6 o'clock, and you can see the game on ESPN2. Patrick Cantley shot 14-under to win the BMW Championship. That moves him into second place in the FedEx Cup standings behind Scotty Scheffler with only the Tour Championship left to play. The second week of the NFL preseason ends tonight with Atlanta taking on the Jets. ESPN has the game at 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. It is 8.33 on a Monday morning. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios where they've got a great selection of 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs in stock. Go check them out today at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. We welcome into the program the uh, sports director, Channel 25, KXXV, Jack Allen. Jack, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Tom. Doing as well as I can in the morning. You, know how it <laughs> you, you being a ten thirty at night kind of guy, I get it, uh, and we appreciate your time, Jack. I got, I just got to know: Did you have a fun weekend? Your last weekend of of non football until January, I guess. Uh, I needless to say, I left the house to go to work and anchor at about eight o'clock. And did nothing else the rest of the day. And so I've been trying to work ahead as much as I could so I could just sit around and do nothing for one final weekend before all the craziness gets going next weekend. 
talk, talk to us a little bit about what you guys are going to do as far as your, your high school coverage, your college coverage. I know obviously there's, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts when it comes to covering uh, schoolboy football here in Central Texas. Well, I mean, to start with, for the last month, we, we, we do what we call the 25 days of high school football, you know, Channel 25, 25 days of high school football, and that's what we kind of call our two-a-days coverage. So I've been going at it since August 1, you know, was the, the first day of practice, and we've been previewing uh, every single school just about in our uh, coverage area. We, we've got 50 previews plus a couple web-only previews, so I've been hitting up practices just about every morning and afternoon for the last 20, however many days it's been now. It all blends together, um, trying to get ready. And then uh, on Friday nights, you know, everything kind of goes crazy. So at 10, or 10, 10, I guess, is when we do our, we call it the red zone, our, our high school football highlight show. We'll have shooters all over the area, um, you know, getting video from games, trying to turn that real quick to – to be able to have a show on Friday nights, and that's always a lot of fun, a lot of mayhem, but always always a good time. And then on Thursday, this Thursday, we're uh, going to do everything we can to get you ready for it. By at six thirty, we're having a special like preview show uh, for a half hour, kind of just like you know all the storylines that we're working on and kind of getting excited about for the season. Jack, with all the storylines that you have been working on and the practices you've been to. Is there a a sleeper out there? We know the usual suspects for Central Texas high school football. Is there a sleeper, a team that's on the cusp of breaking out this fall? I'll tell you, there's a team that I've been really excited about, honestly, for the last couple of years that I think has been on the cusp of really good things, and that's Grosbeck. Um, they haven't won a playoff game in 27 years now, I think it is. I think this is the year they finally do it. They've got a really good group of returning seniors, including a quarterback and Alan Lewis, who's really flown under the radar. Head coach Jerry Bomar says that he thinks that he's one of the one of the most underrated players in this area, and I tend to agree with him. Um, he's a four year starter. He'll like this will be his fourth year as a starting quarterback, and um, the problem has been that it, two years ago. He got hurt in their season finale. Last year, he got hurt in the first quarter of their playoff game. And that kind of, you know, without him, they were a different ball club. Otherwise, I think they would have already gotten that playoff win. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs again as either the one or two seed out of that district, win a playoff game, and once they get some momentum, they've got the pieces to be really dangerous and make a playoff run. So they're a team that nobody's going to be really talking about, but I think could make some noise this season. Jackie, uh, anything special uh, out of the ordinary rather than, you know, just regular coverage of, uh, of college football and Baylor in particular? Um, this year we're not doing any kind of previews. We've kind of put all our eggs in the high school basket, reaching for preview specials, all that kind of stuff. Just as a one-man department, we can only do so much. <laughs> um, but... You know, obviously Saturdays are gonna are gonna look the same. You know, we we don't have a six o'clock show because college football on on ABC runs from eleven in the morning until you know ten thirty, ten forty five at night a lot of times. Uh, and so, 
you know, our station is going to be the one you're, you're going to want to tune to if you want to watch the big games on Saturday night and all that stuff. But for the most part, you know, we're going to be running through doing typical college football coverage Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, every day, you know, nothing too much out of the ordinary this year. When you look at the abundance of good teams we have in this area, how special is it to be able to work from a Thursday, Friday, Saturday standpoint of really good high school football, really good coaches to work with? Oh, it's it's awesome. You know, we have – I mean, it, it's cool whenever you can go to at t Stadium. And, you know, for us, we also cover the Brazos Valley. So we get the college station, the Franklin. So, you know, we were able to go and cover – uh, we had four state champions and then a fifth that lost in the state championship game. And so, um, you know, to know that night in, night out, you're going to be having great games, not only, you know, with state potential state champions, but then also we've got a lot of good rivalry games, um, great coaches to work with. It's honestly a lot of fun. And then all that rolls into a Saturday where we've got two top ten teams in our market in Baylor and Texas a and Speaking of Baylor and Texas A&M, talk to me a little bit about uh, – well, let's start right here with Baylor. And and I know you've been to a lot of the practices and, and, and have covered this team. What is – just for your – just from a personal perspective, what is your big question mark? Or do you have a big question mark when it comes to the Bears? Really, to me, it's going to be how quickly can – a new running back, new wide receivers really gel in this offense. I think that I'm very excited about that that week two matchup with BYU, just seeing how quickly everyone can kind of gel and put it together, um, just because that is such an early test for a bunch of unproven people at the skill position. I have a lot of confidence in, in Blake Shapin. I think that the Baylor offense looks a lot more open, a lot more evolved when he was quarterback in the few games that he was last year. And so I have confidence that they're going to look a little bit different, that they're going to have a few added dimensions this year. But the question is whether, you know, their bread was buttered in the run game, having it that one downhill, uh, Abram Smith just making, making that one cut and going. That was kind of what they, how their bread was buttered on offense last year. And, we really haven't necessarily seen that one guy start to emerge in that running back room. Um, and so I'm excited to see whether someone does step up. Are the Aggies overrated in your mind? Um, I think that they have the pieces to be great if they can figure it out at quarterback. I don't know if I have seen – anything out of their quarterback room to really make me think, oh, yes, this is going to be a playoff contender. But, I mean, honestly, once you get beyond your top four, your Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, like, beyond that, I mean, there's nobody else that I think, oh, yeah, they've got all the pieces to put them above A&M. Everybody's got question marks outside of that core group of three teams, honestly, and so I wouldn't necessarily say that they are overrated to be where they're at in the polls, but I would say that right now I would not put them as as a playoff team at this point in the year. All right, Jack, uh, I, I know you got guys that go out and help you and all that kind of stuff 
for your for your show on Friday night. Where is Jack going to be on Friday night? What uh, what games are you going to go get uh, go get some video and take a look at? And what games have you kind of circled on the calendar for this opening Friday night? Well, Tom, there is only one game to be at, and it is Lorena and China Springs. Week <laughs> one in China Springs, you have two reigning state champions, both ranked in the top three in their respective classes. It's a game that has a lot of history, a lot of bad blood between the two teams. Um, last year, it was a great game. China Spring jumped out to like a 21 nothing lead, and Lorena kind of chipped away, made it a one-possession game. And, uh, you know, both teams bring a ton back. Both teams have really high expectations coming into the year, and it sort of sets the tone for what's going to be a great, uh, great season. So I'm going to be at that game. I'll probably swing by uh, Connolly, Mejia, and then La Vega. I think it's Kennedale is my route for week one. But, I mean, the game to talk about is that is that Lorena game. And a couple other sneaky good games that are going on that I'm excited about are I'm really excited to see Chilton Boskyville. It's kind of an under-the-radar pick, um, but I think Chilton is going to be really good this year. They move into Region 4 in 2A Division 2, um, and they kind of move out of Mark's district, which means that they don't have to beat the Panthers to win a district title or even to win a regional title anymore. So Chilton could be poised to take that next step as a program, and I think we'll, we'll learn a lot about them and about Boskyville, honestly, um, in that first week. And so that's another one that I'm really looking forward to. Jack, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Uh, have a fun and, and, and enjoyable uh, football 22 season, and uh, we look to uh, bumping into you as we go through the year this year. Hey, love it, Tom. Thanks so much. Have a great day. That is Jack Allen, sports director over at Channel 25. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think there will be more than one camera at at the Chata Spring Lorena game. I'm you think I'm just I'm just going out on that limb and saying that there Tepper may be. Tepper will have somebody there. <laughs> yeah, do I? Tepper will have somebody oh, well, there. You can write it down. You can write it down. That'll be on the uh, highlight yeah. show on Friday night. The Absolutely. scoreboard show. Absolutely. So there you go. All right, uh, 845, 15 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A Monday as we kick off game week. And uh, our program this morning brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where they are uh, building a new facility out on Loop 340. That is next to Busby Feed. And I think next month is uh, September is kind of the tar- the new target date, and they'll get that thing up and going. But right now, they continue to serve you with their uh, location at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. Also down in Bryan, they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. And again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. You can always check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. They deliver and they unload. And we're talking about terrific products and services. You know, they, they have custom metal buildings, residential metal roof uh, roofs, uh, roofing available, uh, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They also carry all sizes of pipe from uh, one-half inch up to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. And also square tubing, one-half inch to six inches for all those weekend projects as uh, you start working on those deer stands for this fall. And uh, also ornamental iron jobs. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3-8 inch to 3-4 inch. And again, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and you need a contractor, talk to uh, 
talk to John or Braden Emery over at uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're going to point you in the right direction for the for the contractor that best suits your individual needs. It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and again, they're open 24-7 when you check them out at pioneerboys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. We are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12 um, in New York. I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hey, guys. Guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. <laughs> they don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. Keep going. Jimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. <laughs> Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A 7-0 shutout of the Twins yesterday has given the Rangers back-to-back wins in that four-game road series. They finished the season series at Minnesota tonight. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Braves 5-4 to salvage a game out of that three-game weekend series. Houston has today off and will host Minnesota for the next three nights. The Little League World Series continues, and the team from Texas plays its second game tonight. Fairland plays Hawaii at 6 o'clock, and you can see the game on ESPN2. Patrick Cantley shot 14 under to win the BMW Championship. That moves him into second place in the FedEx Cup standings behind Scotty Scheffler with only the Tour Championship left to play. The second week of the NFL preseason ends tonight with Atlanta taking on the Jets. ESPN has the game at 7 o'clock. Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. 
All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, let's see. I uh, wanted to do, talk about this for just a second. Uh, Tom Weisskopf, 79 years of age, passed away this weekend uh, from, from cancer. Uh, Weisskopf, a terrific player, uh, won the uh, – Won the uh, U uh, the uh, uh, won sixteen times on the PGA Tour, including the Open Championship in nineteen seventy three. On the Senior Tour, he won the uh, U.S. Senior Open in nineteen ninety five. Spent a lot of time covering golf in the in the television booth, and and uh, and 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 did a terrific job at that as well. So, but uh, he he passes away at the age of seventy nine. And uh, he uh, he he died from cancer, so just wanted to pass that along. Uh, a couple of football notes uh, here this morning. Did you see where Urban Meyer has got a job? Yes, he is. He is back on television, kids, on Fox, doing the pregame show. Now, mm-hmm. how, how does Fox handle that? Do, does Fox? Do they even bring up? Jacksonville? Um, Do they ignore it like it never happened? Do they just rock on? I mean, I just know. think you talk about his coaching experience and and don't you don't you don't poke fun of him? No, like hey, coach, this is not Jacksonville or no, you you don't poke. No, fun. I don't. Okay. I don't think that that'll come up. It's like he was there, then Bob Stoops was there, now he's there. Mm-hmm. So that fourth chair, you just you just ignore it and just move on. Yeah, you just keep going. I think I think Reggie Bush ought to say something about it. I think Reggie Bush ought to say, "Hey, coach, you're not in Jacksonville anymore." I think they ought to make light of it, have a little fun, then move on. You could, I mean, but I just that was such a dumpster fire. Out well, of- it was, but you know, why not poke the bear a little bit? And mm-hmm. you could, if you wanted to, maybe have a bar stool in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might happen. <laughs> say, coach, this is where you sit when when you don't fly back with the team. I mean, I right. don't. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just have some fun with it. I don't know. Uh, now, on a more serious note, <laughs> uh, pretty neat deal in Kansas City Saturday night for you Red Raider fans, right? Ward Wise? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, Pat Mahomes does real good in the game. Kansas City beat Washington 24-14. to uh, He had a couple of touchdown drives early in the game. And then after the game, uh, Kirby was on hand to, to meet uh, Pat Mahomes and and his wife and his little girl and he came out of the locker room and they had a video on Arrowhead uh, jumbotron at the end zone and it was a welcome to the Texas Tech Hall of Fame and welcome to the Texas Tech Ring of Honor one Pat Mahomes so a welcome video and congratulations video for Patrick Mahomes and I suspect I haven't seen the video and it's awesome I, I suspect that he was probably surprised he he got very emotional i was gonna say and probably a little emotional yeah he got he got very emotional and you know that's well deserved and uh it, it was a it was a neat scene i got to i got to watch it on a couple of different platforms i guess the question is working it into a schedule that fits tech at home and mahomes available to get to to oh i think he can afford it. to fly in and fly out as as needed yeah I get that part, but I mean, if you're Kansas City, do you want your starting quarterback jet setting to on game weekend? There's yeah. got to be I an mean, open date, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably an open date or a you know Monday oh, night game yeah, or yeah. something. They'll they'll figure it out. 
Get it all taken care of. Yeah, just get him a helicopter, land on the 50-yard line, let him wave to the crowd and go on. But that's pretty cool, the way that's they did it. That's outstanding. I mean, yeah. they, they didn't send, you know, it wasn't a text message. It wasn't no, a no, phone call or anything like that, you know. Took some time to put that video together and, you know. Because his family was involved in the, in the video. Yeah, they were yeah. in the video as well. So, very cool. Yeah. and Very, very neat deal. And this is a guy, boy, he plays the game at a high level, doesn't he? Hey, just watching him Saturday afternoon, I watched that Kansas City-Washington game. The guy does stuff that you just you shake your head and go, "What is he doing?" Mm-hmm. I mean, the arm angles that he uses and throwing across his body. I mean, there's quarterback coaches around the country that are going, "Please quit doing that because that's not how I can teach my kid to be." A, but he's just you don't some, teach that though. You, you can't teach that. This and, is and, a different deal. And you deal. teach them not to do that. You you never throw across your body back the other direction off sidearm you just you don't do that if you do that you're going to be sitting over here by the water jug with me it just it's amazing what he can do it, it, it's just there's no explanation for it then he's just a, a complete anomaly but in his situation just leave him alone no you don't just, you don't just you don't bother him, him no alone. you don't tell him not to do that but no. i'm just right there's coaches out there that are cringing every time he makes one of those throws you know they're cringing one and in amazement like I am in the other because that shouldn't be able to be done. Just shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to do that. But he can. There's no doubt about it, and he does it well. Yep. Hey, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Don't forget, if you missed anything on the program, you can catch it on SyntechSportsFan.com, SyntechSportsFan.com. John Morris coming up at 3. He'll have some uh, closing thoughts on Fall Camp 2022 from Dave Aranda, the head coach of the Baylor Bears, and uh, and Matt's up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. We'll see you back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day.